0: Welcome to the unspeakable truth podcast. I'm your host, Dusty. Today, I have a special guest. Guys, I have Project Chaney. Y'all probably heard her on a lot of podcasts. She's been around. She people have this woman knows her stuff. And I'm so excited to have a conversation with her today. Uh, How are you doing today, Chaney?
1: I am doing fantastic. And I'm excited to be here and hang out with you.
0: Outstanding. So, we talked a little bit before uh, the uh, show started, and uh, I, right before we uh, introduced the show, I had mentioned that I wanted to talk about this recent raid on Mar-a-Lago, uh, or Lago, or however you say it. I, I, uh, anyway. <laughs> I, I Mar-a-Lago. It. Mar-, yeah, mar. It's uh, the Lago. Mar of it
1: all, because it's the sea.
0: Yeah, it's, it's that southern Her. in me. I'm like, Mar-a-Lago. Heck yeah. <laughs> Y'all been to Mar-a-Laga? Man, old got, President we just call Trump it the Southern there. White
1: House down here. You guys gone to the Southern White House? That's right. <laughs> Mar-a-Laga?
0: I honestly believe that, that that really is the Southern White House in some cases. I don't, I mean, well, you so should, you can
1: look up the actual um, blueprints of it. It has three bomb shelters in it. It was uh, made in the specs of... The White House is made to be almost like a fort. And if you see where it's at on a map where the ocean uh, is in relation, how you have to get to it by going over almost a bridge that they could shut off where there's a waterway. And then all the other big houses that are around that part of the island. Um, Yeah, Mar-a-Lago is like a castle almost.
0: Well, yeah, I've seen pictures. It blows my mind to think that the FBI Rated that oh my bad hold on let's not say rated because you know cnn wouldn't approve uh let's say (laughs) i I listened to uh dave smith the other day and he read a uh or he played a cnn uh clip or an article or something and they were they were talking about how they can't call a raid oh my god it was a search donald trump has assaulted The FBI and the media and the government with his words, pretty much giving you a tongue lashing and assault. They really have their words mixed up. What do you think this is all about?
1: I kind of I think there's this. um, Cool kid. Black pilled lane that people like to take that Trump is the other side of the coin of Hillary. And I think that's a naive they think Trump is the representation of the poll opposite of the Democrat when he destroyed the Republican Party first. He is the independent everyone wanted. He just did it through the. Republican side, but he destroyed the Republican Party first. He took out Rubio, he took out Jeb, he took out all these people, he made all them play ball. Mitch McConnell called him out for who he was, called out Mitt Romney for who he was, called out Liz Liz Cheney for who she is. He destroyed the Republicans first because they've been infiltrated for just as long as the Democrats. So everybody that's a Republican and think they've been on the right side of history the entire time, No, you need to wake up. Jeb is crooked as anything. Cheney's crooked as anything. Your boy, Ronald Reagan, crooked as anything. Nancy, war on drugs, all that stuff. Like everybody likes that. They're they're all sitting on in this red that they think if they're a fan of Donald Trump, that they've been on the side of, quote unquote, right. No, Donald Trump is the independent that came through. So all the people that are on the side of left, they're kind of getting the scolding. And some of them are so brainwashed and so dumb. But in reality, they were the original. They were the OG ones that were the anti-vax kids. They were the hippies. They were the ones that are like, no, we got to like bring urban farms into the cities. We've got to um, bring arts back to the schools. Like These were all your kids that really were anti-government. And so they're so twisted and brainwashed because Trump grabbed them by the pussy. And they everybody's like, this is the opposite side of this. Everybody hates Trump. Everybody hates Trump. Trump's not the opposite side of anything. Hollywood hates Trump. The establishment hates Trump. All of Washington hates Trump. The, to say he's the other side of the coin. CNN and MSNBC. That's Hillary. That's Obama. It's easy to see. Fox News hates Trump. That's so the other they love Mitt Romney. They love Romney Care, which was just the same as Obamacare. So when people say this like blanket statement when they think I'm a baby truther, because they're like both both wings attached to the bird, Cheney, left and right. Trump ain't on your bird, bitch. He's a lion. Like he's not on this <laughs> bird. And so he is a guy to me. I just think everybody likes to, you know, talk about their conspiracy theories and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, in the simplest form of good guy versus bad guy. Everybody hates this dude, and he had to play a part undercover. How easy is it to put your name in gold on a couple of fucking buildings and make your character? They just made a character of this dude, Trump. I've watched it my whole life. I'm from Palm Beach, Florida, so maybe I'm a little biased when I say this, (laughs) all this stuff. But the FBI has been dirty forever. What has the FBI that's ever done that's good? Investigated false flags to validate them? What have they ever done? Who's at the top of their terrorist list right now? What? Like, it's all a big narrative. Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover. That is it's just a blackmail scheme. It's a big honey trap that's paid for by the government some way. There's no difference of that dark ops of the FBI. And the CIA, in the Mossad, in the MI6, in the any ones you want to name. So the idea to me that all of a sudden an organization that never investigated Wiener's laptop, never Hillary's emails, never looked into anything about Hunter, and people keep talking about Hunter's blowjobs and Hunter, I could give a shit. Look at how much money Hunter and his dad embezzled through Ukraine, this fake war that we're doing right now, so it can make it look like the Democrats are getting money from somewhere. Um For to this next run that we keep doing. Um, It's just the whole thing to me is such shenanigans. It's and I can see chess pieces that were moved that if Trump didn't have true social, he wouldn't have a way to get a peep out edgewise and they'd be able to sell whatever narrative they wanted of him right now. The real question that everybody should be asking, why is every single media that you turn on, every single news station that you turn on, they're all demonizing Trump? And so somewhere if you in your head demonize Trump too, guess what? You're MKUltra'd.
0: <laughs> well, I'm – I have mixed feelings about Trump. I, I, For one, I don't trust wealthy people, very, very wealthy people who have been wealthy their entire life. I have a – I don't know why. I just I don't. I just have a hard time trusting those type of people. However – I love the way he plays with them. I love the way he like the other day we was reading off a list of nicknames that he's gave all these people. And I'm not joking. It was like it was on week. It's on Wikipedia. We had, it's it had its own page. It was that many nicknames. It was so hilarious. And he he gets out there and he just tells it like it is. And I kind of dig that. Um, I didn't vote for Trump. I don't know if Trump is what's good for the country. But I don't know if he's what's bad for the country. I feel like. (sighs) Honestly,
1: honestly, who's been better for our country if a puppet president is a real thing?
0: You're right. As far as
1: characters of puppet presidents go. But besides the corona of it all. And if he didn't come out and stand in front of the country and say, hey, guess what? I got corona and here's hydroxychloroquine. He said over and over and over and over again. He was a big they wanted to say how fat he was on McDonald's, went to the hospital, came out in three days. Thanks, hydroxychloroquine. That was the biggest commercial ever. People can say he's a big pharma salesman. But in my opinion, if he didn't warp speed everybody up. People would have sat inside their fucking house for a decade and let their kid get masked up for school for a decade if they didn't have this vaccine. People can say, Trump pushed the vaccine. No, fools. You had free will whether or not you wanted to take that vaccine.
0: I find that strange. I find that very strange. Okay, so the guy. Okay, (laughs) if the person you hate, if you hate someone so much and that by God, they hate Trump. Uh, The left really, really hate Trump, and the right, they don't want to – a lot of them don't want to say it, but they hate Trump, like you said. Most
1: of them. They Uh, hate Trump because he said, grab him by the pussy. And that is, to me, girls – You are a lie. I've sat in all your conversations, and you guys are dirty little sluts with the way you talk when men aren't there. And, guys, you a lie because I've sat in your conversations, too, and we all say, I'll grab that bitch right by her pussy. So it's just like these two parts of America. I don't care if you're liberal, conservative, gay, straight, black, white. I've sat in all your groups, all your groups, all your colors of skins, and we've all talked some dirty, dirty. So don't even pretend. To me, the number one thing that everyone should be noticing about with the grabbing by the pussy that nobody said You're telling me the guy who handed out this tape was related to the Bushes and no one said anything? Of course not.
0: (laughs) Why would they say something? The thing I also noticed.
1: Obama, Bush. (laughs) Like, they're all
0: Bushes. The thing I noticed about Trump from the get-go was how the media – like, I remember when I was growing up, Trump was like this playboy. That, you know, he was almost like the Prince of America. You know what I'm saying? They followed him around paparazzi and he was always, you know, opening up new towers and, you know, he was people rapped about him and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, when he runs for president,
1: he was almost the white trash millionaire like when we were growing up it was like we all knew he was loaded and he was the playboy and everything that you were saying but he was not um there wasn't a part of trump that seemed accessible even when we were kids
0: he seemed bigger than life to me uh always and almost like a like a i don't know like a megastar that you probably would never meet type deal and that's why he's got his you know name on the walk of shame on walk of the walk of fame same, walk of shame, shame he said it fame. right the first time. uh <laughs> but but I, what i noticed and that was one of the things that really got me like starting to see things for the way they were was the way the media and stuff started attacking him and i was like wait a minute this is not wait this is the guy that al sharpton You got pictures of him with, you know, this is the guy who donates money. This is the guy who does this. And I'm like, wait a minute. They're coming in. They're saying he's racist. Wait a minute. What? And then that, 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 right. That was one of the first things that, that put distrust in the media. I'm dead serious. Like, cause I used to be this big you're like Trump,
1: I've really seen him. No joke with more black people than any other. He, he, Trump was the dude. Like. He he was like just the celebrity apprentice. Everything was about being good television.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I, me, the country is so divided. I almost feel like in 2016, they wanted Trump to get elected. Okay, for one, the Democrats, I believe— and the Republicans, the the Rhinos, I believe they want complete control. I believe they want all power. And I think that they thought if they got Trump elected, that they could weed out all the patriot, the people who if because they saw the following he had. They saw the following he had. They saw the, the the masses, thousands and thousands of people coming to his rallies. They, you know, this guy was heading in the polls. He was crushing everybody. And they're like, oh. This is a way we can, like, you know, weed out the people who would go against us if we take complete control. And I think that, you know, that's why, like, that information about Hillary came out at the time it did. And and I just feel like nothing happened. Nothing happened. The
1: exact opposite. I think they set it up and they never thought she'd lose. Obama was never going to leave 280 empty judges for Trump to fill. I I think that his whole presidency was set up by a marketing campaign. She was the more popular of the when they were running for the DNC, originally Obama versus Hillary. She was more popular. They both disappear for three days. They come back. He's the candidate. Hope, change, hope, change, hope, change. We all get sold this narrative of the, you know, black Jesus is going to come save us. And you think oh, in grace. (laughs) And then they sell us this whole Trayvon Martin right through Florida again narrative and black hoodie. It up and start part of their ritual of before they take the knee and reset and you know stand six 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 feet apart i think that um they never thought hillary was going to lose that's why they had to steal the election from bernie before it even got to trump if well, you're see, an I Bernie that too. supporter you have to know like the, i would say a majority of the groundswell of the reason that Trump won that no one's talking about in any facet of this for the last however many years we've been doing this are the quiet Bernie supporters that were like, really, I will never vote for a Clinton and I sure as shit won't ever vote for a Biden. Hi, Daddy Trump. I think that's a quiet majority of people that they're the ones that tip Trump to be the actual win because they were the most educated ones. The Bernie people, they wanted the system to burn and they were like, if the system's going to burn, we all might as well get a cut. <laughs> like they well, were see, kind of like of this the like same ilk of like I've watched these crony capitalists take over. It didn't matter if they were Republican or Democrat. And Bernie felt like the third party candidate that was coming through to disrupt everything. Um, so when it was stolen from him, clear as day, it was like, oh, that I was see dirty.
0: You. It was dirty. That was definitely dirty. I uh,
1: thought back when, though, where I will agree with you, I thought they put Trump there just for Hillary to have an easy walk. I thought, oh, so? shit. It's, I, I thought if it's not Jeb, like if it's not a legitimate politician, I thought she would trounce Trump because I already knew he was the OG birther. He was the OG state rights guy. He was the OG kind of conspiracy theorist of the shit he was saying for so long that I just thought they were going to take these couple of little drops. And anyone out there, it doesn't matter what job you really have. Trump is the guy that you're like, I don't want to wait on that motherfucker. I don't want to deal with putting on the roof on uh, that guy's house. Like something about him seems like a rich prick. You're like, I don't want to deal with that guy. Like there was something unlikable about him. He almost seemed and we were at this like we just had the black guy. Now it's time for the woman. Like this is how we feel good about ourselves. We do these big overt change things, and then we go on about our lives, living like racists or sexists. You know, like let's change the president. <laughs> um, like Trump made us all realize, like it, it was like it didn't make us feel good to look at our country and be like, yeah, that's exactly what we we're America. What do we represent in the world? We need the guy with the big red tie and the big bouffant blonde hair. We need the guy that comes in and is like, Kim Jong-un, sit down. I step over sandbags. I kill an Iranian, Soleimani, he's in Iraq. I just kill him. I don't ask Congress. I kill him. Like, these are the little chess moves that Trump did that no one still talks about how pivotal they are right now. The reason we're not sitting in World War III is because Trump stepped over that sandbag and he took away all, all remember how scared everyone was of kim Jong un all the right. president when hide with a hard hat on now it's like kim Jong un shooting a missile it doesn't even britney spears gets more notice from her instagram like <laughs> like if soleimani was hiding in iraq and remember how pissed the congress was that they weren't consulted because the dirty congress is all part of the regime every one right, of them. Right. Every single member of Congress, unless they're called, oh, they're super racist, they're super sexist, they're a conspiracy theorist, they're a QAnon, unless they're called one of those things, they're anti-Trump. It doesn't matter if
0: they're Republican or Democrat. You're right. You're right. Well, the reason I say that now, back then, yeah, I was like, yeah, I even remember telling my wife I thought Trump was going to win like probably the last.
1: Probably because oh, you're a wizard. A couple
0: of months, maybe, <laughs> but I just saw everybody just swelling up around him. I remember, I remember like everybody just, everybody. My wife's never Well, you put voted, witch on was, your
1: hat. When you put witch on your hat really big, a big red hat, and you put witch on it, you're going to wake up a bunch of magic folk. Oh,
0: well, there you go. Like uh, MAGA
1: is witch in Latin.
0: <laughs> no kidding, no kidding. My wife, who's never voted ad- not one time. That I can think of. She might have voted once or twice, but she made sure she went and voted for Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like I I, I saw a swell of like support and I've thought, well, he's I didn't be- vote for Trump.
1: I know it's, it's like I
0: didn't, I didn't either. Vote I, for voted Trump. For, uh, I voted for I voted for and what's his face? Uh, Gary Johnson. I I felt like I couldn't vote for either one of them.
1: I couldn't deal with Gary Johnson, but just because I'm anti Joe Rogan and the Joe Rogan narrative and Joe Rogan is like, he's the only person who's like, I'm pro Bernie 2020. Shut up, Joe. We could have used you in 2016. (laughs) Like Joe's always the like Neil deGrasse Tyson. He he's the filter to catch people before they start thinking critically, in my opinion. So he sells these narratives because people think they're, deciding on their podcast all by themselves. Oh, wow, Joe Rogan, I found him. He's a guy just like me. No, he's not. He's a Disney actor who came up through the same ABC shows and the same Fear Factor network, and he is totally part of... If there is a shadow government, he's part of it. And the narrative that Joe Rogan pushes over and over and over again is never the Trump narrative. Notice that. It's always Hollywood. He's the fake Southern man. That's what I'd call Joe Rogan. You always know... (laughs) They have the Southern man character to play when they put Neil Young up against them because a Southern man don't need you around anyhow. So they have the Hollywood Elon Musk and Joe Rogan move to Texas and take this role of the fake Southern man. But really, they're just going to liberalize all these states that have a conservative stronghold.
0: Right, right. Well, that makes track.
1: sense. I can't stand Joe Rogan so much. I got off track. There was a reason. that I'm That's wrong.
0: OK. That's OK. Um, I tell you what, uh, Joe Rogan. There's no way he would be as big as he is, I don't think, unless they allowed it. That's, you know what I mean? Like, that's because when YouTube suggests Joe Rogan clips to you. That means something, you know what I mean? Like, because they don't suggest. You know what I'm saying? They don't suggest Temple hat. They don't even though he's pretty big, I never get it like a temple hat suggested on YouTube.
1: Yeah. And Tim Timcast. They're not like,
0: yeah, I never get those. I never get conspiracy playtime. I never get enough, you know, that popping up. Well, I take that back because I've been watching them lately uh, because Kobe is my co-host on a, on another show we do called disinfobation. And uh, so I've been like, what, listen to some of his past episodes and now it pops up. But I mean, I had to subscribe and all that stuff and, like, put notifications on. <laughs> it would have never popped up, you know, if I hadn't have done all that. But Joe Rogan pops up immediately. Uh, Lex Friedman, he pops up immediately.
1: That other oh. dude that everybody touts off about all the time. What he was the Joe Rogan's first guest when he first went to Spotify. Um and I say everything, I break down words of everything like that, like L on Musk, because I'm like the god L. Like you can see it in there. they put their symbolism everywhere. Um, but uh what was what's that? Adam Curry. And everybody's like, Oh, Adam Curry, you really gotta listen to his show. He has this. I'm like are you talking about an MTV VJ? <laughs> are you really telling me <laughs> about a person? If they work for MTV, they're part of the system. Joe Rogan also worked for MTV. Like these are things that you got a lot of the comedians that you listen to. A lot of the podcasts that you think are fresh and like Theo Vaughn, MTV, Christina Pizhensky, MTV. Like a lot of these people that you just think like came out of nowhere and just did their struggles just the same way as everybody else. They're MTV. They're the same MK Ultra television. Your newscasters, Anderson Cooper, Kennedy for on Fox, uh what's the other Lisa Ling, MTV.
0: Yeah, they all you're right. <laughs> I remember I remember Anderson Cooper when I was like a teenager in high school. They used to play it on channel one in our home room. No one remembers
1: like, channel one.
0: Oh, I know. I'm 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 showing my age. But Anderson Cooper, come on channel one. And I remember like being a kid thinking that dude right there. I bet I'll see him down the line. (laughs) and Sure enough. I mean, my God, he's been in your face ever since.
1: Yeah. Think of this. Think of this. Every homeroom across America gets a TV put in it just so that they can play channel one. We have Anderson Cooper as the anchor on this show, headed up a Vanderbilt only. So now CNN, he can be the number one guy to sell us the whole entire lockdown. In my opinion, and it's in my simple, simple words, opinion of daddy Trump. I think I call it the secret society of good guys, just because I believe like people like you and me are out here and i know people that are wealthier stock than me i know people that have more power than me i know people that are higher than the military than me and they're good people too and i just got to think that there's enough of us out here that are like fighting every day at our city councils going to the school board meetings going to these things none of us have kids we're we're planting trees that we'll never feel the shade of because our country, the ideals behind the Constitution of this 50 United States experiment is the best one that's ever been done out there. And to me, if you're a female out there, and the only reason you get to have such a big American female mouth is because we have guns. And so we're allowed right now this freedom that people can be like, I'm sovereign. I'm I'm allowed to do whatever I want. Yeah, go try doing it in Saudi Arabia and let me know how it goes for you. Like people can say whatever they want, but the reason that you actually can do it is because you're in America. And so I believe however long they wanted to take over this thing. However many years we can be me and you could say our whole lifetimes, we can look back for the history of us. People sometimes can say, well, since Kennedy was shot. But I would be like, maybe since the Titanic was sank, maybe since Jekyll Island, maybe since the Federal Reserve, maybe since like this has been a slow lockdown of our system. Maybe our whole system was set up to be locked down. But I do think this dude, this pompous, arrogant dude that had to be a Hollywood star, I call Trump the great magnifying glass. He had to make you pay attention to something that, for whatever reason, your school board, it took ethics. It took American government out. Me and you learned it, but the kids below us didn't. So they don't even know how the system works anymore. It took a Hollywood actor to walk into the system and put a magnifying glass on all these people. Otherwise, you would never know who Dr. Fauci was. Your meat plants would have closed down and you would have got Bill Gates fake meat if Donald Trump didn't sign a executive order to make sure they stayed open. And then they stayed open long enough that when Biden became president, he just lit them all on fire and blew the food plants up.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that. These are
1: the (laughs) things that happen that if you look at Trump's chess moves in this whole thing, he sped the whole thing up. Because if they had their – on top of we're going to have monkeypox and a Amaricron virus and fucking B2K virus and new kids on the block virus. They're going to keep giving us these viruses and they're going to keep giving us these wars and keep giving us these race wars and keep – beating up different black people by cops so they can privatize our police departments and keep doing look at how they turned the school shootings and like they're like, look at the cops stood down. Like, look at this clever where they are two birds, one stone. We're going to privatize your police departments and allow you're going to let us make your uh, the schools more safe. So when you give us your child now, you won't even be able to come and touch your child for eight hours. They'll be our property. For those eight hours a day. Like look at this like little systematic things that they're doing. And so Trump, I still agree. There isn't one thing that he said yet that I disagree with him on. Every single thing he's been right about. Almost to the point that you're like, damn, that Ingersoll Lockwood shit. That time travel shit does like, how is this guy always on point with this? He, What was he playing a perfect game of golf when his house got raided? They opened his empty safe empty safe and he's like every day he just happens to have truth that elon musk everyone will elon what musk worship tell the cows come home maybe elon musk a good, good guy no he wants to transhumanize you he wants to t- attach you to his brain he's digging tunnels under los angeles there isn't he tesla card come on everything about elon musk is uh like phony dark and then he was gonna buy twitter and I'm going to let Trump come back. And at the same time I'm buying Twitter and letting Trump come back, Biden's going to create the Ministry of Truth. And we're going to convince you that your freedom of speech and your First Amendment is Twitter. And instead of your freedom of speech being you going to church, you worshiping how you see fit, your gun's only there to protect your First Amendment. But we're going to convince you it's Twitter, Ministry of Truth. But they couldn't do that because Donald Trump already created truth. So it didn't matter. They couldn't shut him down, but they also couldn't shut us down anymore. They took all of our accounts time and time again. When I lost my accounts, ask people what they got shadow banned for. Ask people what they lost their Instagram for. It was for saying Hunter Biden shit, Anthony Weiner shit, WikiLeaks shit. We lost our shit for saying real shit. We said, this is all a fake virus. Don't put that mask on. That mask is making you sick. Don't test. Stop testing. That test is making you sick. Don't get the vaccine. That's why we lost our accounts. So the same banners that they're putting us there, depending on whatever conspiracy you want to grab onto, whatever banner you're getting, we're losing our accounts for saying the same, all the same shit about Donald Trump. So to me, I'm like, you show me what they're going to stick a banner on and I'm going to keep going down that rabbit hole now. It's like they're the rules of engagement. I can use Google and find every search I need to search now. I don't need DuckDuckGo or need to go to Yamdex to find it because my tools of discernment are so good, I can see past their don'ts and is and does. I can see past all of it. So I can see that everything still, every channel I turn to right now, everyone I turn to right now, still talking about Donald Trump. Because in my opinion, quantumly, it doesn't matter if you love him or hate him. He woke you the fuck up. And that's what it's all about, about you being woke right now to this whole system So I don't care. Don't vote for the guy. But pay attention because people say voting doesn't matter. Who's your mayor? Who's your city council? Because those are the people that kept your kids out of their park with a mask on. Right. So keep looking up, keep looking at all the shit that doesn't matter why all these people keep infiltrating your town. Who's setting your property appraisal? The reason you can't move into a house is because you're not paying attention and somebody else is. So tell me voting doesn't matter. Sure, maybe the president doesn't matter. Maybe the federal fucking government doesn't matter. But 50 United States, the idea and the magic of that matters more than any other place that's ever existed on the whole planet. We could have 50 separate ideas and you have the freedom to go where you want. And when people convince you, poverty, not everyone can go. You're racist in your head if you think that. You're sexist in your head if you think that. You with $2,000 in your pocket can go to any other state in this whole country and change your whole entire life. And that is a beautiful, magical thing that deserves to be fought for. That's why I like to think eighteen-year-olds signed up once to go be blown up for poppy fields. You know, yeah. like I like to think some ideal of it is worth fighting for. The American oh, it is, it is.
0: is. Hell, I signed up before. I signed up before nine eleven. I was a pre nine eleven soldier. I signed up because. Like I said, I wanted to get away. Plus, I thought it'd be really cool. (laughs) And I was like, I had this vision in my head of like, you know, our government is the greatest government on earth and they'll, you know, they would not never lie to us and all this, you know, what I'd been, I don't know. I think I'd been probably taught it in school. I don't know. But I just had this, this idea of this government in my head. And then when I got in the army, and it was just like, wow, these no, the government—I don't think they're telling the truth because they would say stuff about Iraq, and I'm like, I'm in Iraq. That's not happening here. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like
1: the people that are like, we have all have friends in Ukraine right now that they're like, girl, I'm in Ukraine. That's not happening here
0: it's bizarre man like there was there was things i remember like we for like the first six months we didn't have internet or phone or anything when we got to iraq in 03 we were part of the invading forces so we had no connection to the outside world and i would get letters from my girlfriend and my mom and stuff and and they would be like, oh, my God, I heard this, and I heard that, and oh, my, oh, and this, and then when we finally would get, we got, like, they set up a little computer, and they set up a little phone, and you could make a phone call, a real 10-minute phone call, and they would, oh, my God, I heard this, and I heard that, and I'm like, shit, they ain't, I, nothing's happening over here, Nothing. Like for the first six months, nothing really happened. Actually, like the first eight or nine months, nothing really happened until they start. They introduced the IED and the insurgents started coming in because we outstayed our welcome. Um, I mean, we were told we were going to be there six months max when we even left. You know what I mean? They're like, dude, we're yep. going to get in here. We're going to be out in six months. This is nothing. It, it, we're going to turn it back over to the generals. They're going to figure it out. And.
1: Well, this is Daddy Bush. They had to. He was such a not a popular president. He was so not popular that he probably he wasn't even supposed to be VP. Ronald Reagan said, I will never have you as my VP. Then he becomes the VP. Ronald Reagan almost gets killed (laughs) by George Bush neighbor the Hinkley's so then he comes in he's super unpopular anyway and to push this war we had this whole yellow ribbon campaign and I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free so you guys couldn't tell everybody what was happening over there because it it wouldn't have pushed, pushed the patriotism that we all needed to keep every time Congress stood up and said, we want to send more money. We want to send more troops. We want to send more weapons. We were like, yeah, because I'm proud to be an American. It was like this new uh, – they had to like win us back after we threw tomatoes at Vietnam soldiers.
0: Right, right. Oh, I remember too because it was weird. Like When we were coming home, it was totally different. They Everybody had to treat us like – you know, it was like heroes. You Thank you for your and, service. Yes, you can walk till I got oh my God. If I if I hear that again, I almost feel like I want to throw up. I don't like to tell like when I'm <laughs> like my wife she'll be like, Ask for a military discount. And I'm like, man, I don't want to ask for military discount because I'm going to get that whole thank you for your service and blah, blah, blah. They probably want to know something or ask me a stupid question because you ever noticed – I don't know if you noticed this, but people think because you were in, like, some type of organization that you might know their third cousin that served in. That I city. know.
1: I do that, too, though, sometimes if I see someone. And if you just happen to have a similar feature or a similar color – and I feel it sucks even sometimes – um, because it might be a person that is like black or Cuban and they're like, I live in Miami and my last name is blank. And I'm like, oh my gosh, do you know blank? And then it seems like I'm not being racist though, just because it's actually another Cuban that I know in Miami, you have the same last name. Yeah, that's, that's, that, that's fine. <laughs> so, that's fine. Same it, last it name. It still fine. feels like such a reach sometimes, <laughs> even when you're like, oh, Ohio. Do you know? <laughs> do you know these other people that lived in Ohio once?
0: Right. Yeah. That that's about how the army one is. Like, did you? So you were in the uh, army? I was like, yeah. Uh, so do you know? I had a cousin who was in the army. He served. Blah blah blah. I'm like, the army's huge. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, tell you right now, army's huge. It's not. Uh, you might. I run usually am like,
1: where I am better. But... Where I'm like, where were you stationed? Where did you do boot camp? Where did there you, you at least keep finiting the idea of like, did I know anyone that did it? What years were you there? And now I've gotten better where I'm like, Hey, what was your platoon's number? Your infantry give me something. So I'm gonna go back to my dude and see if he knows that
0: one. Yeah, <laughs> like, if I'm not you gonna ask keep... like what battalion was you in, what what let me see, what brigade did you deploy with? Yeah, I what know battalion all was you in? Uh like if you say, were you in fourth ID, first, uh, first BSB or fourth BSB? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was in fourth BSB. And then you could say, well, did you know so-and-so? And I, well, in four BSB. Yeah. If they were there while I was there, yeah, I probably knew them because it like when you're in a battalion, it's almost like you're in a little small community, you know, yeah. pretty much everybody. Plus I worked for the colonel, uh, and the sergeant major while I was in, uh, the last like Five years I served, I, I got pulled up to to be like a driver, and then I became a, another driver, and then I, they just wouldn't let me go. And then I became Sergeant Major's gunner. It was just like, Jesus Christ, just let me go back to being a normal soldier. And so I was around some high-ranking individuals and heard some conversations I probably shouldn't have heard. And but so that was interesting, and I got to do some cool stuff. Like I got to fly back one time on first class from uh from Iraq, which was pretty cool. That's a pretty crappy flight if you're sitting in coach like everybody else. So that was yeah, one little perk I had. That was the only perk I ever had. But we we had fun, and I had a great driver who was just like my best friend. So it was really it was a good time. We had a we had a good time. I say good time, but there was a lot of scary times that when is
1: there an intimacy, and I I feel like it just, in a way it kind of makes me sad, but I think in other countries they have it more, where it's not a homosexuality at all. And I I think women are allowed to experience in a way that they're allowed to just really be sisterhood with each other without it ever being that thing, that when you're in the military and you're overseas and doing that, you have this intimacy and this brotherhood, this fraternal order, that then you get home, I feel like it's something that men lack in their everyday life that they don't know really how to express is that they're missing that.
0: Oh, I miss it dearly. I missed my buddies so bad. Oh my God. I had a, I had a whole little group of guys from, throughout my time in the army that I was very close to while I was deployed or while I was stationed with them. Like I was stationed in Germany with this whole group of guys that was just, they were all like my best friend. I love them all. They were all awesome. We had like a great little family thing in our platoon. We all went out together every night, you know, we hung out, we dated the same girls. We hung out in the same bars. We we did everything together. We, cook, we had one kitchen and we all would sit down there and cook and eat together. It was so cool. Uh, I have, my best friend the guy I was talking about was my driver blank he is me and him are so tight like we don't shake him we hug i mean he's my brother like i mean we are tight tight um i got another buddy wit he he's just like that i mean we are so close my buddy monty oh my god like if we hadn't seen each other in probably almost 10 years but i promise you if we saw each other right now we would hug and hug and hug and hug and there might be a little smooching on the cheeks there involved i'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie you're right that that exists there's totally. like so
1: much love and i think there's also this like there's a piece of you that only them are ever gonna know And sometimes you need to let that peace out. And I think like maybe it's something that men need to make more effort in is to have reunions with their buddies in this Mm -hmm. way that whatever stage it was in life, it could have been like. It, it, it might be it wasn't military, maybe it was college, or maybe it was like a certain job, like maybe you were both all welders and you went somewhere for three months, you know, in South Carolina. But there is this thing that I do think that women are getting together and they're winding down and they're doing. And I know guys are meeting at the bar and they're playing pool and they're doing these other things, too. But I just think there's a way that, you know, women are crying together. They're still magnolia zine all the time. They're really doing these kind of things where you know, when they're hitting rock bottom, they're all being their little chicken coop and clucking. But I think men need this. And sometimes, uh, the distance that gets for them between these brotherhoods, um, I just think it's okay. I do see it more in the like spiritual woo woo realm where guys are having groups where they're like meeting up and being able to have like, conversations where there are emotions involved in them where i feel like a lot of the times um guys with their military brothers they can't open up that way because they saw each other in their raw and so oh, they, it's I've, like immediately there
0: i've cried to my homies shit i we've we balled each other we've been in some situations and some crying's nothing Uh, When it comes to those guys, I mean, straight up, I mean, we lost people and saw things and barely survived certain things and tears in your eyes when it's over type shit. You're like, whew. Because I don't
1: know if men know this and I don't know if women know this. So if you're a lady listening or if you're a man listening or if just a person that uh, rides and you're masculine or feminine, you're masculine when it needs to let it out it needs to fucking punch something. It needs to break something. It needs to like rage when your feminine needs to let something out. It needs to cry. It needs to shake. It needs to like, and it doesn't matter. Sometimes that energy, it doesn't care whether you want to let it out of your feminine or out of your masculine. So if you're a person that has anger issues, you need to try Maybe fetaling up and sitting with your inner child and crying and having that feminine release of it. If if your your anger is starting to scare people around you, try to let it out in a feminine way. Like maybe you need a hug and to cry, and that seems really silly and awkward to you. But if you're somebody that's crying all the time and you're constantly you can't pick yourself up because you're always a ball of mess and crying. You need a kickboxing class. You need to go punch something. You need to figure out a way to make that energy instead of always coming out in tears, teach it how to come out a little more aggressively because you're not as broken as you think. So I think it's like one of these two things. Usually we... Like water finds the path of least resistance. We tend to find the past, the easiest thing that we've done, the thing that's become habit to us. So do the thing that's most awkward to you. If you're a person that, you know, you find that you get angry a lot, try crying it out. And here's the other magic one. You can cry it out. You can punch it out. You can laugh it out. You can have sex and get it out. You can decide all these different ways of how this energy is going to leave your body, but it's going to create a new life form out there into the world. You can decide if it's a demon or an angel. Like, are you going to let out some kind of energy by punching a wall that now your kid has to carry trauma forever? Or are you going to shake and cry again that your kid has to, oh, no, mom's on eggshells. She's always crying. Let me be a little uh, joker kid. And now I have this trauma that I never I am always walking on my mom's eggshells. Um, So, you know, think about the other people around you and how you're going to let the energy out of you. And I think do the opposite of what is normal for you
0: you know i'm the nicest guy like towards my sons we're like buddies we have i can tell my sons anything like i've told them all kinds of stuff we're real close they're teenagers of 15 16 years old um we have like a, a pretty good relationship uh now i have a thing where i will ask you to do something nicely very nicely even like hey man could you do me a favor and knock that out for me you know this is you know your chore could you take care of it hey man could you get the trash for me you know what i'm saying and then it, it goes ignored it goes ignored and it goes ignored and then about that third time i ask that's when the bad guy comes out that's when the nice guy turns bad it's like and that's when i get i get ill and i'll raise my voice and i feel bad about it sometimes but then then again it does light a fire under them to where I mean, I don't hit them or hit a wall or anything like that, but I treat them. I'll be honest with you. I treat them like my drill sergeant used to treat me. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's like a, I don't know if that's just something I learned back then, but if you were told more than once to do something, or if you didn't do something correctly, they laid into you. You know what I mean? Like they, they kind of just, Look, dude, you got what the hell is wrong? Come on, man. Maybe it's and-
1: old fashioned of me to think, but I feel like men lack that nowadays. And it's probably a good thing. I feel like there is too many overcoddled boys because they lack a male influence in their life that that is that divine masculine and not that drill sergeants are divine masculine. But If I'm if we're in a tribe situation and you're like, this needs to be done, this needs to be done, this needs to be done. Winter's coming, bitch. We're all going to die because you ain't doing your job.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, the military raised me. I grew up pretty much fatherless, so I didn't have that male role model. My dad was in prison and he moved to Florida when he got out of prison to get as far away from the prison as he could. Um, Dude died at 55 Um, just never. He was alcoholic. Just he didn't care. You know what I mean? Like, so I never had that positive role male role model in my life until I got in the army. And then the drill sergeants kind of raised me. So I always said there's no way. If I get married and I have kids, I'm going to be there no matter what. I don't care if we get a divorce, I'll move next door or whatever. I'm going to be around my kids and I'm going to be a part of their life. And it's going to and they're going to be different because when I was a teenager, I got in trouble. I did dumb shit. I barely I barely graduated high school. You know what I mean? I graduated but like had to go to summer school and all kinds of shit failed you know what i mean like there was no discipline no one was there to chew my ass when i did something wrong my mom she was working as a waitress like 12 13 hours discipline. a day what uh, yeah C word so i had no discipline i had none and i remember i joined that's why i fell out of college i had zero discipline so when i um when i joined the army that's where I got my discipline. That's where I learned how to do those things. And so I have applied that in my son's life. Man, I got one son. He takes jujitsu. He's he's dyslexic. And this dude has fought his way from having to go to like, you know, special ed classes to where last year he made A's and B's without any help, like none. He's beat dyslexia in his jiu-jitsu own way he's will like,
1: teach you discipline
0: oh he's but yeah it's he there's loves.
1: something beautiful though like this is what's beautiful about the military You learn discipline to yourself, the little bit that if I do this amount of um, exercise every day, I actually get better. If I eat these things every day, I actually gain weight and then this turns into muscle. You see that this discipline makes these things easier for you. And but the key, I think that a lot of people just miss in the world that if you don't play sports or if you're not involved in a team like this, you also see that sometimes my lack of discipline can hurt you. And that is where I think, like, even drugs, a lot of the times with people, uh, you know, my brother had a really uh, bad stint with drugs, and he got really lucky that instead of going to prison, he ended up getting to go to this, like, at the time, really obscure, like, drug rehab thing. And he really, like, in this military way, just learned that, oh, every time w- when I fall, my brothers have consequences. Like when I don't follow through with what I say I'm going to follow through with everybody in my whole squad has, you know, hurts from it. And then the military, like if you, if I don't follow through, you have to do push-ups or sit ups or some kind of thing that I'm looking at you taking the brunt of me not following through my lack of discipline. And in a family unit, some it's because our family units got splintered in this country, like the second they called it n- the nuclear family, they put a bomb in it and blew it up. Um, right. And so we got so splintered that we stopped learning that me as a father, if I lack discipline, my family falls apart. Me as a mother, if I lack discipline, my family falls apart. Me as a sibling, a sister, a brother, if I lack this thing, my family falls apart. And so I think that we all kind of lost this little bit of discipline for ourselves and for each other. That that's kind of where no wonder no one has any pride in anything anymore. And it's so easy for them to sell pride in any flag they want to stick pride in. Like, you know, you know what I Such mean? Such an and,
0: abused word. And, and the fact that pride is a sin. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it, it's almost it's in your face. You know what I mean? Like, I, it, like. Pride is not something you're supposed to be like. It's something that's sinful. And to have like massive pride and to have this pride just for, I don't know, coming out of the closet when it doesn't even fucking matter anymore. I mean, it it blows my mind.
1: It's as gay to have pride for coming out of the closet as it is to have pride and have a thin blue line on your cop flag. They're both right. equally as gay. Like you have pride in something that it's like you're all you're doing by the pride in your group is letting everybody know that you're not part of them. Like it's such a weird I've been I, I've i been an out gay person for a very long time and I've never had pride. I don't understand the rainbow flag. I'm not into I'm just not into. I'm Irish American too, and I don't go to those parades either.
0: (laughs) So you're like Like, Tim Dillon. You're Tim Dillon is like he's my favorite podcaster comedian of all time. There's like, are
1: you are you asking me if I practice fake business? Because
0: I do. <laughs> <laughs> we do fake brands. Uh, so we we have a do, new thing I called do. fake <laughs> brands. Uh, so we we throw in like fake commercials while we like one of us will go take a bathroom break and I'll what's well, usually me and I'll sit here and just like I used to do advertising and uh, so I can come up with an ad like that. So I'll just just do like a little made up ad about some fake brand and it, they actually turn out to be pretty hilarious usually. So. I feel like fake brands is gonna be our thing. And like like the other day I was wearing these glasses and I was like, these are xylo lens. I see everything. I see everything. I see the Android that Biden is. I see I see it all. I see lizard people die do die you have to get these xylo lens. but no I, I just feel like there's nothing wrong with being having pride, but there's also when it's like thrown at you. It's like thrown at you like what was it the other day I was listening to Tim Dillon. And he was taught he, he played a commercial and this was a real commercial. It was a Postmates commercial. And in that commercial, it was like, oh, if you're a bottom, this is what you should eat. And he was like, what the what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, what? It was just like, who made this commercial? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what are you doing? And. It's like I feel like most gay people don't feel like the way they are trying to make everyone feel that. Because if I know a gay person, I'm just like, hey, you're just a person. This I don't even what think, I really twice think that. For real,
1: the all the news, all the newspapers, all the social media, all the television. It's all liberally slanted toward an agenda that isn't anyone's. I don't think um, like the people that are the most venomous and loudest right now, they're under the assumption that they're on the side because all the news says the same thing as me. All Anderson Cooper and Twitter, they all say the same thing as me. So I must be right. I don't think anyone thinks like the poll that they're trying to No one, no Trump supporters standing outside of an FBI thing no trump supporters has a mask on m- marching with the united front of that is all fake news like <laughs> like, like it's like it's like like even the <laughs> klu klux klan to me like the idea of the klan the second you put a mask on it, it's why anonymous This is anonymous, that anonymous. It's why we that was infiltrated way back when during Operation Wall Street is because we didn't show our faces when you don't show your face. Anyone else can say they're you. So that is like these ideas when when people are like um, militia, I'm militia, but really I'm Antifa. But if I can just put on a uniform that you think, look at Proud Boys wear plaid shirts. That means I'm proud boy. And then you see my uniform with what I am. Rednecks put red bandanas around their necks because we're fighting all on the same team. It's the exact same football rules. We have to keep giving people these rules. So most people don't think with that pride that they're trying to tell us. But then here's the magic of all the words to me. Look how beautiful the word pride is if you think of yourself like a lioness or a lion and look at your pride. Look around you at your pride of lions with you and how beautiful the idea. They did that on purpose. That's almost like a breaking of the family, like even using that word and demonizing it so much because you should think your family and your friends are really beautiful. You should look around and be really proud of them and think they're amazing. And because you're the equation of the people you surround yourself with. So if you can look at your friends and you think they're beautiful and intelligent and funny and magnificent, Ow. magical, that means you probably are, too.
0: You're exactly right. You're exactly right. You know, one of the things I think they, they want, I think they want to make people I, like like with the black with the black people can't have can't get I.D. things. I would be so damn insulted. I, oh, my God. Every black guy I know. Black I people believe- don't even
1: think like that. Like, even the way they're trying to, even that shit, if, if people, but, but, but it's partially because people aren't talking to people. Like, people aren't talking to their veteran friends. People aren't talking to their black friends. People aren't talking to their Cuban friends and their gay friends. They're all turning on the news and they're lying in groups of people and being like, my gay friend told me this. You don't have a gay friend. You just watch Ellen. <laughs> Like, you don't have a veteran friend. You just watch Colin Powell's Dancing Queen funeral.
0: <laughs> I used to I used to work for a uh, a restaurant recently, matter of fact, uh, and, then, and it was it was owned by a black couple and majority of the cooks and everybody was, you know, black. There was, you know, there was white people there, but the majority black people. And I remember we would sit, like at night, they would have it on like CNN or something and we would all be standing around cleaning up, doing whatever. And next thing you know, something would catch our eye. And we'd next so it'd be like white guy, white guy, five black guys. And they'd be talking about something on the news about black guys. And this is right around the time Trump was this is right around the election. So then they were talking about how like, oh, voter IDs and black people can't afford IDs. They so this is discriminating against black people. And every single black dude at that fucking bar was like What? What? What the fuck are you talking about? I got an ID. Everybody I know got an ID. Get the what? We can't even get a job if we don't have an ID. What the fuck are you talking about? It was like, dude. It was just like, and that was one of the moments that I was just like, dude, they are so pushing this, this so hard that it's insulting.
1: My quote -unquote unquote black friends are the ones that taught me about the Tuskegee experiments. Like they're the ones that first were they were the first people to tell me, hey, girl, all vaccines ain't good. This is way before COVID. This is way this is decade, 15 years ago. Like you need to look into Tuskegee. And I was like, what? Like that was a whole rabbit hole that. Oh, my gosh. And then when I have because if, you know, a gay man and he's 55, 60 years old. It means he was a top. It means he was a stone top. It means he probably didn't let anything into his asshole for a lot of decades. And he probably lost every single friend he had. And so there was a genocide done of gay men in our country, whatever you think about it. Like in the same way you have to be naive to say there isn't an attack on black people throughout the world. You're naive to think there isn't an attack on gay men throughout the world. And they've tried to genocide them time and time again. Like pretty much at the same time they were getting rid of all Chinese women saying that uh, all Chinese families could only have one child. And they were just genociding Chinese women. They were getting rid of all gay men in America at the exact same time. Oh, and that's so,
0: an HIV was for.
1: Dr. Fauci again. We got Grid. We got Dr. Fauci, which no one would know his name if he Trump didn't say, here you go, buddy. You want to head up coronavirus? There you go. Dr. Fauci and Pence, they're going to head up this coronavirus because I don't even believe in this thing. So these are your two go-to dudes. They're going to head up your coronavirus task force. This is Burks. This is Fauci. This is Pence. You guys wouldn't know their name, but I just celebrity apprenticed them for you. Um, So Dr. Fauci kills all the gay men, and there is hardly any of them. That's why a lot of the gay guys, they just sit quietly. If they're 55, 60 years old, they're in a community of liberal gay people. But they're like, oh, my gosh, they're watching this all happen again with monkeypox and look at monkeypox, how quickly everyone's going to blame gay people again and not touch gay people. And we're going to have all the gay people and how quickly we've already forgotten that they already did this to us and already made us hate gay people. And right after gay people, every time. Guess what? It's no surprise that they always find out that DNA wise, it's so weird. But the HIV virus attaches to black people more quickly than it does white people. So then we always have an, an, a huge fire and it kills all these gays and then a huge fire in all the black communities and it kills all the black people. That's why if you still look up HIV right now, the highest uh, per capita that it's in D.C., black people in D.C. So it's just oh, yeah. Like,
0: They've been trying to take out black communities for fucking ever.
1: Forever, and so it just to it's like people can say adrenochrome is a conspiracy. Stem cells aren't a conspiracy, but adrenochrome is a conspiracy. Okay, so we take a, a, something young out of young people, out of babies, and we put it in old Queen Elizabeth and Joe Rogan, and that's fine. And but adrenochrome in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, that's fiction. Okay. Um, But another thing that people really need to look into is melanin. If they are getting high off youth, they are getting extra high off sunshine. So the darker the person, the more melanin in their skin, and that would be why you would want Haiti. That would be why you would want Africa. That would be why you would want... If you're a vampiric lizard person or whatever crazy, kooky, cocky name you want to call the evil they, and they're actually drinking the blood of children to stay young, and that is not a scientific conspiracy, if your epipen goes bad, it turns to synthetic adrenochrome. This is why they want it all back. This is why it's so expensive. So if all those people, if this is all true, melanin is even extra. And this is why they somehow want to like look in all these places. There's an uprising in Haiti right now. Oh like right. Captain Phillips and all that stuff. Captain Phillips was a human trafficker and they were trying to come get their children back. If Tom Hanks plays them in a movie, sus, they should be suspect to you right off the get. (laughs) That's a rewriting of history. And so I just think, um, they've been after black people forever because there's something special. Their, their skin's special in the sunshine.
0: I've always said, and I say this to so many people, Especially when I hear the left start talking about how, like, so-and-so's racist and this and that. And I'm like, dude, the government, the federal government allowed slavery. The federal government allowed until they didn't. The federal government allowed Jim Crow. The federal government allowed segregation. The federal government allowed all these things to happen to African-Americans For hundreds of years, they allowed it to happen until it was unpopular, and the people stood up and said, Nah. You know what I mean? Like it was
1: the same Elon Musk and Bezos, and the same 1% of people that you want to think are the evil they are the same only 1% of people who owned slaves back when. They're the right, same right. 1%. We're going to war because not because of they wanted to tax a worker. The same reason that women left the house is the only reason they went to war with the slaves is so they could tax that worker. They wanted everyone out because they wanted their hand in everyone's pocket. Yeah, which, I, it's like the um, hand in the pocket automatically get your hand out of my pocket. It makes me think of when they killed Malcolm X, which then makes me think of when the FBI killed MLK. And then it leads me to the FBI again, raiding Donald Trump's house.
0: <laughs> they're all it, it's so shady. All of it's so shady. Like you can look back like they're And what's weird is they're now starting to kind of like. I don't know, like you'll see these documentaries like about, you know, who killed Malcolm X and the two guys that, that supposedly did it got released from prison uh, recently and exonerated. And you're mm-hmm. like, you're like, wow. So it really was a government thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? And they're like saying it on TV without saying it just like with Kennedy. Come on, man. Everybody knows <laughs> Kennedy, <laughs> Kennedy wanted to do some major changes to the federal government. And you know what? They didn't like it. The deep state. I say they, but the deep state and the deep state exists. I don't care what anyone says. The deep state exists. Well, that's
1: what they're setting up right now. This is why I'm like, hey, hey, everyone. This is literally what they're setting up right now. They're like, so um, apparently if you are anti-Donald or uh, you're either pro-Donald Trump or pro-deep state. And I'm like. Oh, so they're admitting the deep state's real and that they're in war with Donald Trump. Oh, yeah.
0: It's, well...
1: (sighs) What about the military and the idea that the Marines were around before the United States of America and that Smedley Butler, they actually tried to pull a coup on the American people before and Smedley Butler came out and told the American people that they were trying to do this to them. Like this, before Kennedy, there was other people that said this. And, um... There is in our Constitution, like we don't have to stand for a government that's tyrannical at all, and there would be things that would be done that um it, like chess moves put in place. That we might not like we might because D.C. is an occupation. It's a foreign occupation in 50 United States. It doesn't have it's like the city of London or Vatican. It has no business. It has a whole different jurisdiction. And so that maybe we're under military law right now. Have you heard any of this? Like that the Marines didn't salute Biden and all that stuff.
0: I've heard heard someone else talk about it. I can't remember who I heard. It might have been you talking about it. I don't know. It seems like know. I've heard it seems like I've heard someone talk about that. Um but it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. I I'm I find out stuff every day and it's just like yeah, I I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> I do. Like someone can say something like, well, the federal government, you know, they I don't know, they killed 36 children in Afghanistan. You know, or whatever, and I'd be like, and yeah,
1: incubators. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, remember that girl? That's how we went to wars because oh yeah,
0: like they're and killing was, babies in incubators. <laughs> Same in Russia. You know, the things they're saying about what Russia is doing, and then you you'll see things where like one of the things I noticed is that all of a sudden they've decided, you know, they've started getting they started getting targets, civilian targets, hit with missiles. Well, we just gave them missiles. (laughs) Now, all of a sudden, they're saying, well, Russia's hitting all these civilian targets with these missiles. And Russia's like, no, we're not doing that. And then I've heard other people say that the Ukrainian government Mm -hmm. is doing that. So it wouldn't surprise me at all. Have you heard about the Z unit at all? I haven't heard about the Z unit. What is that?
1: Um, it's like the anti Zion unit and that there seems to be symbolism, like people, you were saying JFK and people will go into a lot of people will be like, oh, QAnons, they all think JFK Jr. is alive. Uh, JFK Jr. If you look into his murder, like, I think this is one of the easiest conspiracy theories to like point out to anyone is that they murdered JFK Jr.
0: Um, Oh, they definitely murdered him.
1: Yeah, which is super interesting thing is Donald Trump for the new plane, the new Trump plane, which they tried to get him to get a new Air Force One when he was the president. he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then um, but there's a new Trump plane getting released. It's actually painted exactly like JFK Jr.'s plane that he went down in, like to the T, except it's a big, huge airplane compared to a little Piper plane. Um, They were tight,
0: right? They were like best friends. They were
1: really tight. and. The weird pictures to me and my secret society of good guys that I love to find is uh, Trump, JFK Jr., Princess Diana, Michael Jackson. These would be all people that the evil they wanted dead. And they also didn't just want them dead. They wanted to smear what people thought of them afterward, like what they were actually trying to do. They wanted to smear that image of them and uh so that anti-zion the z unit if you look into this um you can find a i think it's an esquire or gq magazine from all these years ago of john f kennedy jr like sexy like in a bed with like sheet over him and stuff but he has a fake tattoo on his arm of a z with a sword through it and it's like this anti-zion thing and people can find a unit in Australia called the Z unit where they can find a similar thing. People say it looks like the legend of Zelda a little bit where it's the sword to the Z. Um, But yeah, there's a whole bunch of conspiracy about it. But there's also on all the tanks, the Russian tanks that were invading, they also all had this Z with the line through it coming in. And then there was also all this stuff coming out about all these Ukrainian soldiers with a bunch of Nazi tattoos all over their backs. So they're using this like the Zionists and the Nazis are all the same group. Um, And so there's some good guy, quote unquote, group. It's so hard for people. we've been so blackpilled that it's so hard for people to think in the ideas of good guys. It's so far off for people to think. But if you've been as woke to this, as long as I have as many decades that I have, you can see that their new world order didn't go as planned. Like you can see that this didn't go how like the, what I thought agenda 201 was going to be. And this little baby thing, like we haven't even hit blue beam yet. For them to have to rush Bluebeam, if you see how many satellites every day Elon is having to put into the sky for them to try to catch up to this Bluebeam narrative that they've been on forever, like, we're so far off that, that by the time they get here with the Bluebeam narrative, we're all going to be with lawn chairs in our front yards, like, cooking hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Like, who cares? Aliens better than Biden.
0: (laughs) Right, right. They definitely won't ask us to take it won't be take me to your leader. That's for damn sure. They'll be like, uh, you have anybody else that can speak? Because, damn, could you imagine Biden talking to some fucking aliens? I, Lord, have mercy. Part of
1: me feels like, yeah, it's easy to see this guy, Alzheimer's, blah, blah, blah. But dementia, blah, blah, blah. Another thing I think is this dude is involved so deep in so many criminal activities since he first was instated. Most racist dude ever. He literally was sworn in after his wife's murder slash quote unquote death. His two kids were laying in like the hospital room in intensive care while he was sworn into office the first time. This isn't even when, way before he's president. That was his sacrifices. Yeah, this guy is so corrupt for so long that I think if I'm him, And I like his own party doesn't even want him to vote back. And you never hear this of a sitting president. Um, If I'm him, I'm pretending to have dementia because if I go to war for tyranny, I don't want to get hung. I don't want to get I'm just going to pretend I'm not even fit to serve trial. And the way I'll it'll be easy for me because no one in America will think I'm fit to serve trial. They'll be like that poor old man. So I'm going to fall off my bike and I'm going to be dopey dopey dope. -dope And I'm going to get off.
0: Because, you know, people say that, you know, I've heard people say, oh, well, there's someone else that's not Biden, that's someone being Biden. And I'm like, well, if that was somebody being Biden, why wouldn't they be like Biden on his game? You know what I mean? Like, but they still will blunder around or whatever and say crazy shit and <laughs> read off the teleprompter or whatever. So if he does have people that are lookalikes or. Androids or holograms Or whatever the fuck it is I think you're right They might want you to believe that he is He's lost it Like, it's very possible Uh, And if we
1: can put all the crimes on him make people convince him he lost it Because we don't want it to keep crawling past him We know Biden's not running his presidency now We don't want it to crawl to the Clintons If it crawls to the Clintons And it goes to her Because her, all of her, you know, everyone forgets that they've already done this Russian collusion thing with Trump and the whole election before like he's suing Hillary for that right now. So if it hits her, who gave her the orders to do all that? It was President Obama. So then if it folds back to Obama, there gets to be this thing in America, almost like a magician like if you kill a evil magician in a video game anyone that was turned by the magician spells like when they kill uh, and the beast turns back and mrs potts turns back and everybody turns back with presidents if they're a criminal and doing stuff if you go all the way back it unfolds everything they did while they were president so they don't want it to keep crawling up the criminal chain from biden to the clintons to obama's and then once you get to the Obama, I mean, you could take the Clintons and you can attach them right to the CIA because that's how daddy Bush got all his drugs and guns and humans in through Arkansas. And then he had to throw up in the prime minister's lap of Japan and hand over that presidency to cool bill Clinton playing his saxophone on Arsenio hall. Cause he was the first black president. <laughs> like it's just, it's such an easy narrative like to see. And it's just so funny to me. Um, I just, I love, I like a little bit of chaos. I think we thrive in chaos. Humans do. I think we actually are the, we put the realm in order. Like in my dream world, we didn't really need to hunt. We just walked with the buffalo and we took out the oldest buffalo when it was time. And we did a ritual around that buffalo and the buffalo circled us and they appreciated it because we took out the weakest of their flock or their herd or their whatever. And so I just think we were the great orders of the realm because we were attached to it everywhere. But I think they've somehow um, dissected that from us. And so I do believe right now people listening to this, they're getting clairvoyant thoughts. They're getting clairsentient. They're getting clairaudient. They're starting to um, get attached where they're – attaching to people where they feel them energetically different. Uh, They're getting attached to God more, but it's not, it's they're feeling their Holy spirit more right now than ever, maybe before in human history. And the more of us that feel it like a hundred monkeys, like we're all healing and leveling up, healing and leveling up, healing and leveling up. And so I just think we're in this place. Politics Like, their worst has happened. They shut down our entire country. They made us all prisoners of war. They shut the whole fucking world down. And now we're here. You've survived the worst. And now we're here. So it's like, for me... and. People are like easier said than done. No, I'm telling you this. I've never put a mask on. I've never stuck any kind of Q-tip up my nose. i have never taken a vaccine. And I stood uh, there was many a times I stood alone. And I'm blessed that I stand in the country of Florida where it was easier to stand alone. But when people are like, you're lucky you had DeSantis. I say, no, DeSantis is lucky I didn't fucking take him out. He, it, there's a lot of people like me in Florida. That's why DeSantis is the way he is. Don't you guys forget that? You guys are all under the impression your governor's allowing you to do something. No, we allow him. That's the wrong. We wag our tail. The tail doesn't wag the dog here in Florida. So it's just like some part. You have to have fucking responsibility. You have to realize your magic and put the people in the places you want there. Like stop working from the top of the pyramid down. Start work. You're the foundation. In your town, in your city, in your county, start working there. This is how we take out these oligarchs, these media overlords that are telling us really what Trump did so great, Marketing 101, fake news, China virus, boring Jeb. These tiny little simple terms, everybody knows them now. Everybody knows them now because they were easy marketing.
0: So so speaking of marketing… Did Have you you're in Florida. Have you seen the Newsom ad where he's like talking to Floridians talking about <laughs> uh, how they're free in California and all this shit? And it's like.
1: We what? never locked down here. This is the whole crazy part. <laughs> I talked to people. I held the line for all. I had friends that I couldn't believe how long they had to mask up. I couldn't believe how long their schools were shut down. I couldn't believe the amount of my friends that had successful restaurants that had to close their businesses down because their state sucked. It blew my mind. The thing about Florida that nobody talks about is when you take California, New York, They, with those two states, the two most populated states in our whole country, they've taken – and California probably has as much population as Australia and Canada. This is the shit that when they're like, oh, America should be more like Germany. Look at the gun law. Germany isn't even as big as Atlanta, Georgia. Shut up. Like these (laughs) things that we compare ourselves to are so stupid. So you take California and New York. That's like taking Canada and Australia And the population of those two states are controlled by two liberal cesspools in both places. You just have one liberal cesspool city like New York. You can control a whole state. An example of that would be. Ask a bunch of Washington people how they feel about the politics of Seattle. Ask a bunch of Oregonians how they feel about the bullshit politics of Kate Brown. Portland, a bunch of transient garbage people that don't care about the own state they're from, they don't care about their own families, are going to a state and controlling the whole voting demographic. Here's the difference of Florida, the third most populated state in the country that nobody talks about because Florida man, no matter what they Miami Cubans are conservative so it doesn't matter you it doesn't matter what you try to blow up Miami to Cubans are conservative. It doesn't matter what you try to blow up Jacksonville to because a lot of Southern Baptist black people are conservative. It doesn't matter what you blow up Tampa to. A lot of rich people are conservative. So Florida, the only cesspool city we have in our whole state is Orlando, which with our Disney and our transients and our people that want to go theme park work. But very quickly when they're there because they make such garbage money working for those places, they realize, oh, huh. Florida ain't bad. Florida redneck. There's a lot of liberals here that they'll tout off one thing online, but their vote, they love DeSantis too. (laughs) It's just like we never shut down and everything they tried to sell. How come every old person died in New York? Yet Florida has more old people than any other state in the country and no one died here. It's just so stupid. The stuff it's like people lack so much memory. It's they they've allowed themselves to get on the Kardashian news cycle that they forget all this stuff that even when I say, do you remember when Trump signed an executive order to give you your Edison bulbs back so you didn't have to have your Obama 5G bulbs? I bet you you would have gotten sicker. I bet you the coronavirus be worse right now. If you had a do you have the, have you been getting the coronavirus a lot? Go check your light bulbs. I bet you have some of those Obama bulbs in your house. Like those huh. are the little things that I'm like, do you remember when Trump stopped us from getting all the China PPE and he made the ships stay offshore? And he's like, Nah, thanks. We don't need your PPE, Jack Ma. We'll we'll take care of it. Because I would say the causes and the cure. So, all the PPE and all the China blue and white masks and all the China PCR tests that your government was giving you for free, so you And just in the common sense, you stuck a Q-tip all the way up your nose. Let's say you didn't hit your blood barrier. Let's just say you stuck it in your sinus cavity. You put a Q-tip that I would say had a germ on it or something on it or some nanoparticle. You stuck it and then you put a mask on to incubate it, you dildo. And then you wonder why you're getting sick and then you're you're because you vaccinated your child and you've probably killed your parent by forcing them to get the vaccine. Of course, your bias doesn't want to tell you the same way the soldier that just signed up to get his two hundred thousand dollars to go over and subcontract. You're so hurt because of what you did and what you allowed yourself to get convinced of that you're going to try to convince everyone else to do it, too.
0: You know, it's it's, that you were wrong. It's funny you said that about the 5G thing, uh, because my son got a got the new. We didn't have 5G phones up until this last December for Christmas. My son wanted the new iPhone 13 Pro. So I got it for him. It's 5G by January 17th. He had covid first. Then my other son got covid. Then my wife got COVID. Then my daughter got COVID. If I had it, I had very, very mild symptoms uh, to where I, I was. I remember being tired, but that also could have been for taking care of four sick people. My daughter only was sick for. She had like a, like a minor. Like they tested her at the doctor just because her brother had it, because she had a checkup, and she. She she wasn't even, like, sick for, like, an hour. Like, she didn't even show signs. I mean, she might have had a mild fever of, like, a 99. Then fast forward to about two weeks ago. Uh, my wife got COVID. Nobody else in the house got COVID. I'm the only one who refused to test. My wife and my sons, they've all said, oh, I'll test. I'll test for it. Blah blah. blah. I refuse to test. None of us have been vaccinated. My wife got COVID. No one else in the house even got a sniffle. No one else even out. Nothing. Everybody else was fine. Uh, she had COVID. I got to thinking about it and about uh, about a month before we upgraded our phones and every one of them are 5g phones that got me thinking well maybe there is a connection and i'm like holy shit it's the damn 5g phones so now i'm like all paranoid about these damn 5g phones even worse than just the stuff that i'd heard before so because i actually have like some thing i can like kind of like relate it to almost so yeah i don't know if it was just a coincidence but man it's an awful fucking weird coincidence but yeah i i find the whole covid thing very strange i i feel like it's really, really weird when these people that are vaccinated. Like, I just saw a tweet from some representative, and and exact her exact tweet Brought was to like,
1: you "By Pfizer." <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I've got. Uh, I just tested positive for COVID. My, I have lots, small symptoms. I've immediately quarantined, but I've had four boosters. Thank God. I'm like really. That's
1: the other thing too, for real, just if I could just talk to people, we're gonna time travel back to like. 2015, do you remember when people just would get a cold and your house would get a cold? Do you remember when you would just get a flu and sometimes you'd get a flu and sometimes people in the house would get a flu and it was all on whether your immune system was shitty or not? So if sometimes if you traveled or you stayed up all night or you went to a Super Bowl and drank too much, your immune system might be low and then you might get sick afterward. And it was just a normal thing we all did. It was normal, like the same as the flu in a chimney would clear you out. You would get a flu to clear you out of all of the impurities maybe that you gathered throughout the year. Maybe you got a flu because of all the shitty chemicals you can't pronounce in your food. But it was just the, the idea that we're testing for a coronavirus that's been on the back of everything. Corona, a head cold. Corona means your crown. So, and it's been around forever. I think Tom Hanks and Madonna were never supposed to put out the Corona typewriters. Cardi B was never supposed to say coronavirus. Corona. We were supposed to just have COVID and Omicron and all the Delta, and we were supposed to just know them by these Greek Latin names, and we were supposed to move on because they were supposed to be very scary. And that's why I even think they, yeah, rushed uh, Monkeypox because the COVID lost its narrative so much they had to give us something more vain. They had to give us something that affected our looks.
0: They have changed the name of Monkeypox because it's offensive. So who is it offensive to? And is that not fucking insulting as shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck are you saying? Are you saying that you're changing monkeypox because black people look like monkeys? Is that what you're saying? Because that's what it sounds like you're saying. It doesn't sound like you're saying that white people look like monkeys or what the fuck? That's the stereotype, you assholes. It blows my mind. It really does. They're so blatant with their racism, yet they're the first one to call you or me or anybody else a white supremacist if we speak out against something
1: well they use their symbolism and everything and they let us know that monkeypox was coming beforehand because they sell us this garbage cryptocurrency which is just dead energy we're all just agreeing upon an actual system that's worse than the federal reserve when people are like no it's freedom from the bed no, it's not because who owns your money and you have no idea who it's backed by and if they want it your actual money needs electricity to work. Think of this like dopey ness idea of thinking.
0: And, and they can um, take it at any minute. The government can make a regulation. I don't they can make a relation regulation. It's an electric car, car of it money.
1: It's yeah. the exact same as an electric car of money. Um yeah, I even forgot the whole point once I got off on the cryptocurrency. Oh, yeah, the monkeypox. So then they come out with NFTs. So then every celebrity puts up a monkey NFT right before monkeypox come out. It becomes the number one selling NFT that Madonna and Tom Hanks and Chet Hanks and all the same Tom players. Tom all, all of them have a monkey right before it comes out. Yeah, Tom Brady. Married I to just a
0: saw that. I just saw that he – um, it was some kind of headline because – I, I, part of my other show is we make fun of the headlines. Like we make fun of the way the media reports things. And the headline was like Tom Brady spent millions of dollars on NFT or it might have been like $500,000. But he spent a lot of money on that bitch uh, monkey NFT. And he's lost tons of money since then. And I'm like, well, no shit. He bought a damn picture on a computer.
1: Yeah, it's like monkey yacht club or something. Yeah, what the like fuck? is the and they sense. all buy it. All the celebrities have
0: it. So bizarre. So bizarre. And like this metaverse now, we're like they're like, oh, you can buy this and hang it in your metaverse apartment. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Yes. Get the. so. Oh, so I can buy an apartment next to Kim. Get the fuck out of here, man. It's just bizarre. Yeah, I well, think it's like
1: if they can make out there shitty enough and if you're not allowed to go see it and if you don't leave your house if you lock yourself into your cell every night then they can sell you the way the world works on the tv and you start believing it oh my gosh race war everywhere oh my gosh monkey pox oh my gosh ukraine oh my gosh this is all so scary i'm gonna stay in my house and then you start getting so miserable in your house and so depressed that you need an escape So you're going to go into the metaverse and it's going to be so much nicer there. And look, in the metaverse, you can afford art in the real world. You can't even afford a blacklight poster.
0: (laughs) Right, right. Oh, you know, there's a podcast I listen to. I'm a big wrestling fan and there's a guy on there. And that dude literally said I I stopped listening to him because he's so goddamn, he's so brainwashed. He's so afraid of covid like he, he one of the episodes, the last episode I listened to with the dude on it. He's because he don't do every one of the shows, but he does like one certain show. And he was he was like, I haven't left my house in two years. And when I do, I wear triple mask. I've had four vaccines. I wear gloves. I, I've
1: been sick I, six times.
0: <laughs> I wear goggles. Yeah. And I'm like, but he's had COVID. I'm like, bitch, it ain't stopped you from having COVID. What you're doing hasn't stopped you from having covid. So it's just like, wait a minute. You don't. It's it's like they're brainwashed. That's what it is. Like we've been saying all along. They used the covid thing to freak everybody the fuck out. And then they went into pure propaganda mode and. And they've used that to just terrify people. And then they show us, like, in China, how China's severely locked down. It's China, have you seen that? Where, like, they only have, like, one person from each floor of the building go out and buy supplies and bring it back. That's, like, <laughs> uh, in some of the areas there. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. And people were dropping dead in the streets when it first started. It's just it's all a narrative. And they're pushing a narrative. And, and like, that's why they want to tell everybody that they tested positive for covid they don't want you to forget that covid you know covid's gone man everybody's you're either you're either vaccinated or you're not you either have gotten it and died you've gotten it and survived you've built up immunities or you haven't gotten it period you know what i'm saying like there we have reached herd immunity and these dumbasses don't want to admit it and it's terrifying to think that they I can, don't
1: even believe in herd immunity. Think like, of that. But I'm you know what I mean, hate. though. Yeah, but all the na- all the words, it's like, I don't believe in their, I don't think I believe in their germ theory. I don't think I believe in their cancer theory. I don't think I believe in their cold theory. I don't believe in their herd immunity theory. I don't trust their science at all. Like, there is nothing about their religion of science that I trust. There isn't anything about their TV that I trust. All I know is that I've never been, I haven't been sick and I don't even remember the last time I've never I haven't had the sniffles in years but I've never stuck a q-tip up my nose I've never I never put a mask on my face because I don't take part in eyes wide shut rituals I never put a hood on. I never took a knee. I never chanted no justice, no peace. I never did any part of their. I never stood six, six, six feet apart. I never took part in their ritual. And if you don't understand, this is all ritual. It's all about getting impure metals and you're pure, you're pure metal, everything about you, you're divine. And so, Silver is a divine metal. Gold is a divine metal. Copper is a divine metal. Like these are all real things. They don't put that shit in your shots. They don't put that in your shots. You can ask a witch. If you know a witch, ask somebody from an old country somewhere. Ask a grandma. They do mercury spells. The oldest witches. They'll put a spell in a tiniest amount of mercury and they can put it on your rug and you'll step on it. It'll seep into your skin. So you're telling me. If that can be done and that's been done for thousands of years, they're not doing that dark magic shit to you now. Grimes is a necromancer. Grimes works with the shiangami. She works with the suicide um, energy. She works with enchanting things. She works um, with the dead energy. So she was married to Elon Musk for a long time. And he is a transhumanist who their goal is to make sentient computer so they want to take something that is dead energy and make it alive so in my opinion the word matrix it also is matter or matter or mother you can go back into the latin etymology of it and so when they want to break the matrix they want to break the mother that's what they're trying to do so when you're matter when we are matter because we are from womb we're mothered they want antimatter. They want anti-mothered stuff. They want to create life not from womb. So it's like these two battles of a real, existent, organic, attached, natural thing versus um, maybe a computer dark energy that's been battling us throughout all of time, but now it's finally in all of our hands.
0: Like right, we all right, have it.
1: Right. You're like you are right. be able I, to control very... the world unless we all had a device
0: well i talked about this recently with my wife i was because you know they they got the i saw an advertisement for the metaverse thing and they were and they were talking about a new one that was coming out and how it would be more like engulfing and, and more real and i was telling my wife i was like how fucking crazy is it if what if there's an ai that's already exists like a Real artificial intelligence already exists. They see us as the problem and they are going to convince most of humanity to plug themselves into said matrix. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going to convince you that you need to plug in. And they're doing it. They're doing a very good job. We're all basically plugged in, anyways. Just like you said, we have these. We have our phones. We have computers around us at all times. You know, you got smart TVs. You got this. You got that. Smart watches. We're all plugged in, anyways. So, it to me, I could see AI. I mean, there's a there's a reason we became so advanced so quick. If you think about it, go look back before. Like what, the 1900s? My God, you could take somebody from 19, from 18, not 18, say 1405, take that person, put them in 1805, and it wouldn't be that much different. But if you took somebody from freaking 1900 and put them here today, it'd blow their – fucking mind, you know what i'm saying like it would literally blow their mind and we've had we've got we've gained more technology in like the last 60 or 70 years than all the thousand years before so who's to say that that's not some type of artificial intelligence that we i don't know if aliens gave it to us or we created it or what but it is the created all the technology that we have today i mean man's smart don't get me wrong humans are smart but it's weird that we got smart that fast if you know what i'm saying so i mean i don't know there there could already be people with chips in their heads is, that's making them super smart for all we know i mean because there's only a select few who seem to be like considered geniuses you know uh so i don't know i i feel like maybe you're there, there could be like a Dark AI or something that could be could have been seeping in this whole time. Hell, it could have been controlling our televisions for all those years before leading up to what we have today. But everything was just a progression to get us eventually locked into the Matrix. I mean,
1: yeah, and that's they just want, one conspiracy theory. They want theory. you to burn your books. They want you to get rid of your CDs and your tapes and your whatever the oldest, your vinyl. They want all that stuff gone because photographs.
0: They don't want I can change either.
1: history with a click I, a click of my mouth. I can change history so easy if you don't have a hard copy of that history. And um, so I think, yeah, AI. I, I even think smart. Let's say you're Neuralink, you're Elon Musk. Just because you can Google the information in your brain doesn't make you smart. Because who's supplying the information to critically think? And like one of the things I keep going back to people, um, like a key I think to like healing so much of your uh, childhood trauma is to really. What if yourself sit crisscross applesauce with your friends like you would in a tree fort when you were 12 and philosophize like, you know, you when people think philosophy, they always think if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, does it make a noise? But you should be able to dissect that in so many different philosophies. You should be able to talk to a Buddhist about the philosophy of their religion the same as you should be able to talk to a Christian or talk to somebody who believes in space or flat earth or Tataria you should be able to talk about the philosophies of all these things without getting emotionally angry and what I'm realizing is in the simplest like retarded form we're all getting so angry and invested in like Republican Democrat, vax, anti-vax but the ideas and philosophies of really being able to sit in what is the philosophy of being a vax person why are they doing that they they think they're protecting their family they think they're <laughs> it, uh, <laughs>
0: Hold on one second. I'm sorry. It's my son calling. Take it. Take your time. I'm going to be right back. Hey. Tyler. I'm doing a podcast. It'll be a little bit. If we don't get through it today, I'll take you first thing in the morning, and we'll check you in. All right. Bye. again. Oh yeah. Uh so yeah, um almost forgot my son's gotta go get his permit today. Anyways, uh what were we talking about though before we uh before he started calling him? what were we talking about? Shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Something <Sounds> well <good. laughs> I know, right? I know. It's bottom line, period, no matter how we wanna look at it, the deep state I believe the deep state fixed the election. A lot of people are going to say, oh, you're crazy, blah, blah, blah. And I, I've i always – I've told that. I used to have – my previous co-hosts were the biggest Trump people on the planet. I'm talking super-duper Trump people, big-time Q, love Trump. And and they, they believed wholeheartedly the election was rigged. And I would <sighs> – I told him, hey, look, I don't see how Biden got elected. I really don't. 80 million votes sounds a little overboard. I mean, I think they should have, if they're going to, you know what I mean? Like, that's the most went popular president
1: of all time. I, I know,
0: right? And I'm thinking, so. It's
1: crazy, too. He won Arizona and Trump just won all 30 of the elections in Arizona. Trump candidates just won. So it's like,
0: huh? Like, <laughs> yeah. So I think I agreed with him. But everybody kept saying, the, and this is where I ran into problems is they kept saying, well, Trump's going to be reinstated. Trump's going to be reinstated This in March. They're going to prove it and they're going to find out, blah, blah, and then, you know, oh, blah, blah. And then, oh, the election. And I'm like, guys, I'm telling you right now, and I'm not trying to be a dick, nothing like that. But the deep state did this. The deep state did this. I'm telling you, if, if the election was rigged, the deep state did it. And it's going to take an act of literally like God to overturn what happened? There's every judge, every judge. I don't care if Trump appointed him or not. Believe me, they've got someone they're answering to and they've probably blackmail involved. And that's why Epstein's Island ran. That's why the Franklin scandal ran. That's why that's all why of those. Playboy had a happen. whole
1: magazine.
0: Exactly. I mean, it's, 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 there's so many creeps out there that are, especially wealthy men and wealthy women. Hell, Ha- what was it? Hawthorne? Uh, I think it was Epstein
1: Coth- Island is just one island. I could point out so many islands that would blow people's mind. Epstein owned a ranch that was worse than his island.
0: Oh, his sure. Ranch.
1: Like, you know, they never a- talk about <laughs> the
0: boys. Why don't they ever talk about that? I-, I know there was boys. There had to have been little well, boys. Well, they
1: never t- – there's a few – they say words like underage prostitute, so they don't say – Sex trafficking a child. Like, there's no such thing as an underage prostitute. It's another, like, people are like, oh, why do you think, like, Monica Lewinsky, the Monica Lewinsky scandal? They did that scandal to for you to allow, one, a president to a perjure himself in front of the country, and it was fine. But two, it validated to you that not only was Bill Clinton sleeping with grownups, but he was also sleeping with women. What I would probably argue that Bill Clinton is a pedophile and sleeps with underage boys. Like these kind of scandals just even though people don't realize it, they validate that, like when they're like this certain a celebrity, man. yeah, he's a ladies man, like uh Tom Cruise, oh, jumping on a couch, I love Katie Holmes, I, or whatever, that's not his child. That's, he can't have children. He never could have children. That's why him and Nicole Kidman adopted two children. That's why Mimi Rogers divorced him because he couldn't have children. But it validates that that's his child. So it's sometimes the argument just validates. Neither of the things are real, but we're now validating it by arguing about it. Right. So right, when right. they have Joe Rogan come on and say everybody should take ivermectin, 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 Joe Rogan is validating coronavirus by doing that. When it doesn't need to be validated at all. No one needs to talk about it. It's the same as every other sickness ever. Like it just validates it.
0: And I think that gave the news and that that gave the media and the government a sh- a chance to, g- to go after it even harder than like to, the way they did it and to try to make other people sound crazy that the doctors that were maybe saying it or or whatever. It's a horse medicine and all that stuff. It just seemed like he gave them the ammo.
1: And the real hydroxychloroquine. Um... The the honeys um or Sherman Barry Sherman and Honey Sherman oh, shit. There's these people, there's these two billionaires that they're in Canada, and they actually were murdered and like put in their canoe or something. But they owned the patent on hydroxychloroquine and they wanted to give it away to third world countries and everything for free. So even that decision that Joe Rogan just didn't go with the same hydroxychloroquine, the same HCQ, which I swear to you, I got my account taken down for posting hydroxychloroquine stuff than any other conspiracy I ever posted. And um, so the ivermectin, they let everybody horse horse medicine. They let everybody ivermectin because why? Because I would bet ivermectin's awful on your kidneys and liver and other organs in a way that hydroxychloroquine isn't. But
0: I took hydroxychloroquine when I was in Iraq the first time for malaria prevention. And I felt, I don't know. I didn't like it for some reason. It made me feel weird. And then I took it for about a month when I was in Iraq the second time and I I stopped taking it. I was like, dude, if I get malaria, i get malaria. Fuck it. Um, But they would give it to us in big old bottles. So yeah, a
1: bunch of um, it's, if you have a poor person or no one, it's what they give them for their arthritis. Like it's not a hard thing to get. It's, Old people have been taking it for such a long time. It's uh, it, it, it's even a proven thing that it's not as harsh on your body. And in, like, I, I don't know, I think antiviral, antiparasitic.
0: <laughs> sorry, m- okay. my son's driving me freaking crazy. I'm going to turn it off. Almost here. There we go. not Just a little bit longer. All right. Um, but yeah, go ahead. What was you saying? I'm sorry.
1: Oh no i I think we something about the Ivor uh, I yeah
0: just just the whole thing was I think it was all part of a they they wanted to they needed these to be brought up.
1: but I also believe this: there was a real bioweapon. Oh, yeah, at the beginning, that was all the symptoms of that bioweapon were made to look like the common cold. So I do think it was very scary and I do think it was very dangerous. And I do think there was things that Trump did at the beginning, like shut down flights right away to China and everyone called him xenophobic for doing it. There was definitely moves that he made um, at the beginning of all this that we may never know uh, that I do think made, made, it, made it so a plague, an actual, and putting the mercy and the, uh, what were they, mercy and uh, comfort the two big ships, one in San Francisco and one in New York, he set up everything so they couldn't blame him. Sending in the National Guard to build in like Madison Square Gardens and turn it into a makeshift hospital that they never used. They just kept all the old people in the nursing homes to die. Like he cut off all the things to make sure and like even another thing that they're going to try to do to us again because they cannot steal an election as easy if we don't do our ballots at the booth. And so there is a part as an American, get off your dead ass and go vote. Get off your dead ass and go vote. I don't care how long you have to wait in a line. People, I don't care if you're black or a woman or a white man or rich or poor, somebody died for your right to vote. And people that think, oh, voting doesn't matter. It's all just a blah. If it didn't matter, they wouldn't try to steal it so much. And They wouldn't put on such a shit show between a Biden and a Trump if they didn't want your local elections more. So the fact that even less of you vote in your local elections than you do for the shit show at the top, everybody sits there and they're like, I'm independent. I like a green party. I vote like I voted for this third party. Who's your local? Who's your mayor? Tell me My one mayor? member of your city council, not oh, you necessarily, uh, anyone <laughs> out there. It's just interesting how much conversation that we all can have about Joe Biden and how many details we know about Jill Biden and Hunter Biden and Bo Biden. But nobody knows who's running your actual town. If your town was shut down because of a Chinese virus, a literal uh, communism, if your town was shut down because of communism, It's because you do nothing like you're not doing it. You're not standing up in your town. I know how my state fared. I know how my town fared. I know how I fared because I think micro macro. If you're doing nothing, your state is probably a communist cesspool. Otherwise, stand up for your state. Be a (laughs) I don't care. It's not a lady or a man thing. Find your divine masculine and protect your shit.
0: Right. Right. You're exactly right. You're exactly There's right like this
1: pussified <clears throat> thing. Like, I know what I did during it. What did you do? Not you necessarily. But it, I know you, what you're saying, oh, people always question what would you have done if Nazis came? I would have never let Hitler do this on my watch. You did, motherfuckers. You did. I didn't. I didn't. Did you? And are you going to let it happen again? Because I'm not. And I'm willing to take a saber to the neck. I don't care. Worst case scenario, what? I end up in a re-education camp or FEMA somewhere? Otherwise, we end up on a social credit system with an electric car, and I'm already bankrupt because I'm here talking to you about this. So either we all stand up and stop being such cowards. When did we let Anderson Cooper start dictating to us what we're going to be scared of? Like, Florida men, this is why I am proud to be a Floridian. I'm not scared of a gator. I've gone without power for two weeks every year during a hurricane. I know who my neighbors are. I know know how to make a fire in my backyard if I need to. I know where fruit trees are. I know how to get a coconut. I know how to put a fishing pole in the ocean. Where do you live, and can you do these same things? This is why I don't have panic. This is why I don't have fear. Because I know, and it's not just... There's this other fantasy full idea, fantasy idea people have. I'm gonna move off grid. I'm gonna have a farm. I'm gonna grow a farm from feed my family. Unless you're doing that and you have the wherewithal of how to do that, because I do know some brilliant, amazing people out there who are doing that, that have farms, that have cows and goats and trees and orchards, and they're working hard to feed their family. But if you're naive and you don't even have a living plant in your house, Do you know how many tomato plants you have to have to feed your family? You're naive. If you haven't started already, then you need to start fighting for the actual place you live right now.
0: Right, right. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. Because if you don't, they're going to they're going to slowly take it over and buy it up and and. We see how they're buying up rental property right now and all these places. You how know, do you, they, they don't want Brave you to Heart. own anything. This is
1: the best scene on Braveheart when he's riding the line at the end of that movie right before this final battle. And he's like, you can run. You can run and you may find freedom and you may find peace and you may find your dreamy little farm and your comfy little pillow. And every night when you put your head down on your pillow, you're going to regret not standing and fighting here today. And that's how I really feel about people because if you keep running your kids are going to have to fight. And so right, where does right. it stop? And so at least I'm I'm grateful this lifetime I don't have children. So the buck stops here. I don't mind if I lose it all like I came from an America where we were a melting pot of beautiful, amazing, magical stuff. And we could all be anything. You could come from the bottom of the well and become the president of the United States of America. And it didn't matter whether it was real or not. The ideals behind it were. And if manifestation is real, the little kid brain and heart I had. That America exists and that's what I fight for. And if it didn't exist when I was growing up, I fight for maybe that it does exist for the kids beneath me. So as adults, how do you stand? Are you a coward? Are you going to fight? Are you going to fight so your kids don't have to? I am. I'm going to fight so your kids don't have to.
0: You know, that's the whole reason I started this podcast, because I just felt like I was like I served for 14 years. I there's I got a degree that turned out to do nothing I I felt like and when I when I really woke up and like started seeing things for the way they were it was like seeing shit in code almost like it was the matrix because everything every article every every news story every everything I'm like "Mm, mm, something ain't right Every fucking thing, not not one little thing. Every fucking thing. I don't. The Uvalde shooting. The minute it happened, I read the first. I'm talking the first news report when it popped up. Said breaking news, and I read it, and it said guy crashed truck, police pursued him into the school. I said, what? That don't make no fucking sense. That don't make no fucking sense. And of course, it didn't. We saw what happened with that shit. And It's like I question every single little thing. And I feel like if I can get other people, it might be 10 people, it might be 100 people, it might be 200, it might be 30,000 one day. Who knows? But if I can get people to look at things and at least question that shit, I sometimes feel like I'm doing my part. Because so many people will just look at it for what 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 they're told, take it, hey, that's how it is. We're all going to die from COVID unless we get these shots, or we're all going to die from COVID unless we wear these masks. We're all going to, you know, World War Three is coming. We're definitely going to die, uh, which I don't know. I'm pretty I, – I, that one I'm still on the fence about because <laughs> some of these moves these assholes are making. But it's like Kobe says. Kobe thinks they all work together. Kobe thinks they all work together as, like, a team, like the countries, and they pretend these wars in order to – Yeah, yeah. Cause crisis, then get all of us riled up, and that's how they make their money, which makes a lot of sense, and that's how they launder money too, which that makes a lot of sense. So, you know, you see these things with Hunter Biden's laptop, where you know, receive millions of dollars from uh, somebody in Russia, I think like a mayor, uh, an oligarch lady, uh, you know, or you see where you receive millions of dollars from China or whatever, and ten percent to the big guy, right? So then. There you go. Okay, so, okay, we're so against China. China's evil, but yet you're in bed with them. Russia's so evil, yet you closed down the Keystone Pipeline and you made a deal with Russia for fuel. Not even a few, not even like two months before it happened, like not even three months before it happened. But come on, man. Like, what the fuck? They they, you can't tell me they didn't have intelligence. My God, they spy on everything and everyone, satellites, all that shit. They knew it was coming. It, yeah, it's all, it's all uh, big. I don't it's even all believe any of, any of it's game. real. Yeah, I feel it probably like, isn't.
1: <laughs> I feel like that's what Donald Trump showed us, that it none of it was really made gas like cheaper than it was like when we were in high school. It, it's like, and then even that move. I ma- think it, he
0: sat CEOs down and said, look, motherfuckers, I really do, because now they run rampant. That they're not. There's no gas shortage. These motherfuckers are making unprecedented profits right now. So yeah, I think I, that's the one thing I think I liked about Trump was I think he. I think he would call you in his fucking office and be like, "Look, <laughs> and we ain't playing this." And I believe people and just look at like, the connections, dessert. like
1: even Garland, uh, like with the FBI raid and stuff. And then you look at the head of the January 6th committee, Liz Cheney, and you look at her husband's law firm and her husband's law firm literally um, was backing Epstein like they were <laughs> the attorneys for Jeffrey Epstein. So then you're like, OK, Liz Cheney um, in this. Uh, January 6th where I'm like, if January 6th didn't happen, which it was so planned because Kobe Bryant happens on January 6th, Kobe Bryant's <laughs> death, and then the insurrection is a January 6th ritual. But I actually think it was a ritual that was supposed to go down like all their false flags where actors show up to set and it goes down. They we walk- got
0: kicked off Spotify over January 6th. My co-host went to January 6th. They were there. They were at the rally and everything. And when they came back, we did an episode about it and they said they they literally all they said was what they saw and it contradicted what the media was putting out spotify didn't just pull that episode they pulled every single one of our episodes didn't, no warning no like you know strike nothing pulled the entire fucking thread it was like whoa these mother January 6 was death. that
1: many people were not supposed to show up that day. And if Code Monkey and if Donald Trump didn't put out Donald Trump wasn't even supposed to speak that day, if Donald Trump didn't put out that he was going to speak, I believe that it made a million and a half people show up to a movie set that 10,000 were supposed to be at. Looking at that day, and I would ask your friends that day, how many food carts do they remember? I only remember one hot dog fucking vendor. How many, uh, anything else? T shirts, all the T shirts and posters and everything they were selling were very, um, queen, like God save the queen oriented stuff. Or the, it was almost like they were so blindsided by us being there. Like I bought a Trump hat beanie and scarf. Cause it was so cold that day. That is such a weird color red and it's a keep America great, which Trump was make America great. It was like, he never kept America great. He, that was like all, and it has a big made in China, uh, tag on it. I always say I look like accidental Antifa. So <laughs> I never had to crawl anything or break anything. People just kept opening doors for me and I just kept like weaseling my way further up the Capitol. And I really believe we weren't supposed to show up, but I also believe no matter how history writes about that day, no matter how the books end up writing about that day, deep down, I'm grateful I went that day. Because if nothing else is ever done, I will be able to look myself in the mirror and say, on the day my country was stolen from me, I stood up and I did something. And even though nothing happened, I didn't do it with a gun I didn't do it with – I didn't even know what I was doing. None of us knew what we were doing. And all the – whatever the news shows, everyone who was there will tell you, whatever the news shows, that's not the – what happened that day. Like that's not the magic of all that day leading up to right. that point. And I just think that – um Oh, my the friend real? said
0: it was like a big festival. They said it, it, was, was, it was like there was the people craziest everywhere. music
1: festival I ever went to Having in my life. Best
0: time ever and and all kinds of stuff. They said it was a great time. And then all of a sudden it got and they, they remember Trump was still speaking. And she said they were receiving text messages about the Capitol
1: because Trump went on an hour late. This is how I know everything was set up. Trump went on an hour late and I saw the crowd start to peel and people started to walk down to the Capitol And we almost like little sheep almost started to walk down, too. And then everybody stops like, wait, we're here to listen to Trump. And you see all the real like like the people not caught in the spell. I actually all turn back to Trump between the Washington Monument and the White House and they sit and listen. So by the time we all walk down, where we were all supposed to be provoked, which would have happened. Agent provocateur, all those people. We all had the momentum of walking down if we didn't get stopped by the mirror pool. It was like the whole crowd of us. Trump finishes his speech. He plays My Way by Frank Sinatra from the Washington Monument down to the Capitol. You can hear it. Like, this is such mafia shit. I just picture (laughs) them scared out of their mind. I picture, like, Nancy Pelosi shaking underneath. Like, oh, my gosh. Because he's like, see at the Capitol? My Way, mafia song all the way down. All of a sudden, a million people that weren't supposed to be on this movie set start marching down there. Like, oh, my gosh. If they actually provoke... They'll take this thing down stone by stone. But we didn't provoke. It was like we all stopped at the mirror pond. No joke. People start singing God Bless America. Doves fly across the pond like a magic. Everybody stops and almost takes a breath. Calms down. So when we all start walking forward again, it's with a what's going on here? This is weird. It's almost like we knew we were walking into a movie set without knowing. But this is what else happened that nobody talks about. Every single person that day that was there, every single one had magical people sending them prayers, sending them blessings, sending them like praying to God, please, Jesus, let my son get home safe. Please, Jesus, let my daughter get home safe. Please doing Buddhist blessings, doing Reiki. People were sending so much good energy toward that place that the evil couldn't dictate. So them talking about it right now. And nothing happened that day. Kyle Rittenhouse was worse. George Floyd was worse. You could pick any that you could pick a hundred different moments of your mind of the last two years that were worse than that day than Americans showing up that were upset. Their election was stolen and people that were there can tell you cops were being thrown out to us and we were throwing the cops back in. No one was trying to hurt anybody else. And there was a couple of people that were breaking shit that other people were like, Hey dude, this is our house. Stop destroying this shit. We're not here for that. If, People wanted to gun up that day. They could have gunned up that day. Yeah, that's what um, I said.
0: Like they could have. Man, if people wanted, if if all those people that were there wanted to, they really would have went in there with the mindset of we're doing an insurrection. By God, an insurrection. We weren't Canadian
1: truckers, okay? We don't need to just drive our trucks. We're allowed to have guns. (laughs) Like right. I mean, we didn't need that. So it is like we are the biggest sitting army on the planet in every other world leader knows it it's not our military it's the american people there's a gun nozzle behind every grass blade and there is a big huge the same way floridians you know why floridians are so relaxed right now because they all have generators they all have freezers they all have everything that everybody's so scared of what if the government does this floridians are prepared for it they've already lived under martial law They do it every hurricane season. So everything that everybody else is so scared of. What if, what if, what if you guys were fine? We are the biggest city and army on the planet. And everyone that's like, I'm so scared. What if Trump's a fascist and he's going to push, uh, you know, the, whatever the red scarf womb show is that everybody (laughs) so talks about all the time with the, whatever that red dress show is, people are all scared of. I'm like, fascists take guns, everyone. Learn your history. Right, right. Learn your history. Like, as long as you got that gun, as long as your state got that gun, as long as, I know it sucks as whatever, if we could all snap our fingers tomorrow and all the violence was gone, great. Let's get rid of all the guns. But we can't. That magical spell, no one's shown it to me yet. So until that day, we're the biggest sitting army on the planet. We're the biggest sitting army of good guys that really want to do the right thing. Overall, we're not racist. We're not sexist. We're Americans that really do believe if you work hard, you can become anything you want in this country.
0: That's right. You're exactly right. Well, Cheney, it has been awesome talking to you. I hate to wrap it up, but I got to go get my monk skin and take his butt to get his permit. He, he's all excited. He to no, drive. it's
1: awesome. It's awesome. Um, it's freedom. That car is freedom, not an electrical car, a gas-guzzling Oh, beast.
0: he's got a he's an 0-4 40th anniversary mustang ford mustang that i bought him uh so he's uh he's excited about when he finally does get to drive it we got some work to do on it but it's gonna be it's gonna be a beast it's already got power but when we're done with it, it's gonna be a beast cursive
1: and stick shift gas cars all that stuff learn how to make a fire learn how to cook over that fire
0: that's right that's right uh tell them where they can find you at cheney
1: you can find me at projectchaney.com. If you want my shadow band Instagram, you have to put in the whole thing, but you can put in Chaney underscore in underscore wonderland or Project Chaney or Chaney Project everywhere. And uh, on Truth Social, you can find me at just at Chaney.
0: All right, send me all that in a in a uh, message so I can uh, I can put it in the show notes. Uh, Guys, as always, you can find me at UTruthCast on Twitter. You can find me at disinfobation, my pride and joy. That's my uh, Kobe's my other me. I'm telling you, that guy and me, we 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 joke around that we're Tyler Durden and uh, we're Fight Club, pretty much. Oh, I love it. (laughs) So yeah, uh, you can find us there. there sometime. Uh, yeah, we need to. We we would talk about. want to start bringing guests on to disinformation. It's a little wild and a wha- a little wacky. We get a little crazy, and we it, it's just a lot of dick jokes and uh, ass. That's jokes. me
1: too. I'm always trying to keep it calm with most of the people <laughs> I hang out with.
0: <laughs> so it's. A, I it's, always it's, like. It's I'm a fun. scumbag over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I even got a character named Frank that I do that just vulgar as shit. So it's fun, <laughs> though. It brings out this comedy side that when I was a kid, I wanted to be a comedian and. Along the years, I went in the army and it, it hardened me. And I, I thought that guy was gone. The only time he ever came out was like around my kids and stuff, and around my family, but nowhere else. Like it was, he was all I was always serious and just not my unless I really knew somebody really well or if I got to drinking, I might be a little funny. But my my that comedic side was gone. It felt like. Kobe and me got to doing a podcast together, got doing this podcast together. And it's like that dude is back alive. I I don't know what the fuck, but it's awesome. And I'm I'm running with it. Um, but yeah, find us guys, like us. Uh, Cheney, she's I I know she's uh she's she's uh she's quite big out there in the podcast world. Uh and believe me, she, this this woman knows what she's talking about, guys. Uh go check her out. Uh Thank you for coming on, Chaney. I really do appreciate it. You have a blessed day. And uh,
1: thank you so much for having me.
0: Send me those links. I appreciate you.
1: All right. Thank you so much. Bye bye.
0: Thank you. Bye bye.